Ahoy! Welcome to Bottom of the Stream, the start of a new season. I'm Nick. I'm Adam. And we are on our never-ending quest to find hidden gems at the bottom of the Netflix stream. We certainly are. We're back. We're back. Season four starting. A fourth season. Wow. We'll have done 100 films by the time we finish this season. That's a crazy thought. We'll have to do something special. For the 100th? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. How are you, Nick? I'm excellent. Good. I've... (laughs) Yeah, we're good. Oh, it sounds like you've got a story. No, I haven't got a story. I, I was just, I was just thinking. I, I think it's really cool, but it's probably really boring and like <laughs> totally middle aged and a dad thing. But I've built a patio, so I'm telling everyone. I've seen a photo. It does look really nice. I'm going to come around and have a it's proper just, look at it. It took like four weekends. That's, I'm impressed because you're not the most manual of people. Oh, I'm exhausted. <laughs> I bet you are. <laughs> no, it does look really nice. You've done a good job. Thanks. Sorry. <laughs> I've not seen it in person yet. It could be wobbly as anything. Yeah, true. I know. Anything else going on in your life? Uh, well, that's definitely the main headline. <laughs> I mean, no, I think that's probably the most exciting thing. I mean, it's it's gone a bit dark and cold, hasn't yeah. it? Winter's certainly coming. It's it's like <laughs> the social engagements dry up at this time of year, don't sure. they? Sure, especially this year. And it's it's already sort of. Oh, I don't want to get out of bed. It's still yeah. dark. <laughs> What's going on? Well, you get home and it's like dark an hour later. Yeah. Oh, well, we'll brighten up the days. Yeah, that's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. We're going to brighten up your days. Have you got any Netflix news? Uh, I have got a piece of Netflix news. Cool. How much do you like Christmas? Oh, loads. Yeah? My favourite <laughs> time of the year. <laughs> I, th- I think it's a bit early to get excited about Christmas quite yet. But yes, definitely. Christmas movies. Yeah. That's a different matter. <laughs> can, you, can you watch a Christmas movie at any time? No. No, me neither. Mid-November onwards, maybe. I think that's fair. Well... Netflix obviously are are thinking similarly because there is a new Christmas movie coming on the 22nd of November. Okay. How do you feel about Dolly Parton? Oh, I love a bit of Dolly. <laughs> Who doesn't? Well, she's she's got a Netflix holiday musical called Dolly Parton's Christmas on the Square containing 14 original songs. 14 original songs? <laughs> yeah. Or Christmas songs? Uh, well, I presume so. Wow. Uh, it sounds like a reverse version of Shit's Creek. Right. Because the <laughs> the plot summary is that uh, following her father's death, a rich woman inherits his land and retor- returns to the small town that she grew up in. Her plan is to evict everyone who lives there so she can sell it to a mall developer. It does sound like the opposite of Shit's Creek. It sounds like a horrible thing to do <laughs> at Christmas. I presume the Christmas spirit may save the day. I don't want to... Uh, does Dolly Parton play this evil bitch? <laughs> uh, no, the, that is played by Christine Baranski, who you will know from Mamma Mia, and I think she's Leonard's mother in The Big Bang Theory. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know who she is. Amongst other things. Yeah, she's one of those character actresses. She's kind of in everything, isn't she? Yeah. One of those faces. Well, that would be good. be interesting. Well, you watch it and let me know. Okay. <laughs> Did I just agree to do that? Yeah. Shit. It's on record. I've got some Netflix news. Hit me. Nick, do you like Christmas? Love Christmas. <laughs> Good. As, um, long, as long as we're into at least mid-November. Netflix and releasing a Christmas film. Oh, excellent. Do you know when? I'm getting deja vu. <laughs> Is it the 22nd of November? No, it's before. It's the 13th. Oh, It's mid-November. You've gazumped me. The, they've released some details on it today, basically. They've released the release date and the title and who is in it. And it stars Forrest Whitaker. Oh, okay. As, he plays a character called Geronicus Jangles. I'm in. <laughs> Did I tell you what the name of the film was? No. Jingle Jangle. Right, okay. Jingle Jangle. 
Um, the synopsis says, An imaginary world comes to life in a holiday tale of an eccentric toy maker, his adventurous granddaughter, and a magical invention that has the power to change their lives forever. Awesome. Sounds really good. It looks really good. It's got a nice look to it. Geronicus Jangles is an awesome name. It is. Look at that picture. It looks really nice. Oh. That's just a picture. <laughs> you can get the art style from that picture. It's dressed like a nutcracker. It's got Hugh Bonneville in it as well. Okay. He's yeah, good so. in Padding- Paddington. Have you ever seen Ghost Dog, Way of the Samurai? No. That's a great Forrest Whitaker film. Really? From the, I want to say, late 90s, maybe early 2000s. I've heard of it. I have never seen oh, it. Awesome film. I will check it out. Have you got any other Netflix news? Uh, that's all my news. Sorry. I've got one more little piece. Um, okay. No, The Crown's about coming back. <laughs> hey. <laughs> no, The Crown's coming back. Yeah. Very soon. I think it's next month. This month, maybe. Next month, certainly. One of the two. <laughs> By the end of next month. A month. Um, they've released a picture this week of what Gillian Anderson looks like when she dresses up as Margaret Thatcher. Okay. She looks like a really good-looking Margaret Thatcher. Okay. <laughs> that's um, to be expected. Gillian Anderson's a really beautiful lady. She's 52. You would never know it. And Margaret Thatcher was famously not that. No, she so, was very crooked and... Withered and horrible. Witchy. And yeah. So I'd, I'm sure she's going to pull it off because she's an incredible actress. I'm sure she will. But uh, yeah, it's it's an interesting piece of casting, but she's awesome. Is it stunt so. casting? Do you think so? No, well, no, I'm asking you. Is oh. it? <laughs> as in publicity stunt or as she's going to be well, doing it's car a big, crashes? It's a big name, like isn't it? <laughs> no, that's <laughs> Diana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not sure you can say that. Can I keep that in? Yeah, definitely. It's <laughs> 25 years ago. It's like, oh, shit. It's fine. <laughs> We've gone off the rails. We've completely gone off the rails. I yeah, can't believe you just said that. She went off the road. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. It gets taken off air. Anyway, that's coming soon. I don't know when, but very soon. That's it for news. I haven't got anything else. Good. That's, that's a good, solid news delivery. <laughs> Thank you. Have you got anything you've been watching at the top of the stream? Uh, yeah, I've watched quite a bit since we last spoke. Oh, cool. Because I know we, we had an episode chatting to Ross last week. We did, yeah. That was really good. Thanks um, again, Ross, for coming on. But uh, yeah, I, I've got through quite a bit in the last couple of weeks. So, uh, Enola Holmes. I also have watched Enola Holmes. What did you think? Loved it. Yeah, it was good, wasn't it? Was it was really good. Uh, Millie Bobby Brown is really watchable. Yeah, she is. She, she's got a real spark, hasn't yeah, she? she's got a real big future ahead of her. I, I felt stupid because... As always. <laughs> yeah. More stupid than usual okay. when I was watching it. Because I didn't know she was British. Really? Yeah. That had like totally passed me by. And then my wife just said, of course she is, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, she's always, she always has been as far as I know. Yeah, it's not just changed. No. no. Right, okay. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> it was really good. I <laughs> it mean, was really good. It, I did unfortunately fall asleep and miss the end. <laughs> so I had to rewatch the next, the end of the next morning. It is quite long. It was. It's like a good couple of hours. I watched it quite late. I didn't turn it until like 10 o'clock. Right. And it was like midnight by the time. It but finished. it is it, it is long, but it does zip by. Yeah, I mean, completely. It, it's it brilliant. Feel. I really enjoyed it. It's, it does. It sounds really weird, but it didn't feel like a Netflix film. It felt like I could have watched it in a cinema. Oh you yeah, know, yeah. Some it Netflix was, originals feel like yeah, this is built for me to watch TV at home in front of yeah. the telly. That didn't. It felt like I could have watched that in a cinema. I mean, it took did take me a good few minutes to get used to such a hench Sherlock. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ross did point that out last week, didn't he, on the show? But yeah, Henry Cavill is. Yeah, like, Busting Super, out of that Superman suit. from the neck down. <laughs> and Sherlock from the brain up. Yeah. <laughs> what I've done about his, his middle features are just Henry Cavill. Yeah. <laughs> um, talking of Ross, he also recommended we watch a different film last week. He did, recommended yes, he did. we watch Slaughterhouse Rules. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did you watch that? No. I did. Was it good? It's brilliant. I'm writing it down now. <laughs> it's really good. I really enjoyed it. I, I don't know how it's passed me by. It's, it's excellent. It was so much fun. It's... 
crazy monsters ravaging a school. I, I nonsensical storyline, but I, it's all I, to do with fracking. Okay, <laughs> I think I might remember like having seen a trailer at some point. For it, that. I had, I did not know it existed until Ross mentioned okay. it last week. I'm going to check that. out. Michael Sheen is brilliant in it. Simon Pegg is incredible in it. Oh, really? Because I sometimes I I don't no, it's, like it's him that much. His but... best performance in a very long time, oh, in my opinion. And Nick Frost's really good in it as well. And they, I don't, I think I'm right in saying they don't share any screen time together. Oh, really? So, and if they do, certainly not much. Mm, that's but, a cool gimmick. Yeah. No, I really enjoyed it. It's very good fun. If you, it's on Netflix now, so check it out if you haven't already seen it. Hey, I, I will do. Thanks for the recommendation, Ross Cook. I. I've watched another movie. Okay. I, I think it's one of Netflix's... Eating up the movies this week. Yeah, I know. One of Netflix's <laughs> bigger releases in the last couple of months. Yeah. Project Power. Oh, yeah. I've heard good things. With Joseph Gordon-Levitt yeah. and Jamie Foxx. Yes. It's good. Yeah. It's... Um, you sound surprised. <laughs> it's <I> good. <laughs> well, because I thought it might be like another Spencer Confidential. I never did get to that. But... Which is just bland and run of the mill. There's a bit more to this, so yeah, um, yeah it's, it's basically Jason, Jason Joseph Gordon Levitt <laughs> is a cop, yeah, and um, you're not quite sure what role Jamie Foxx is playing in this. Is he a bad guy? Is he a good guy? Is he right. somewhere in the middle? Um, and they're they're trying to track down and stop basically this crime lord who's selling these these pills that give you superpowers for a short amount of time. Oh, we'll check it out. But I you will never know what power you will get unless you until you take the pill. Oh, that's depressing. And there's also a slight risk you might just explode. Oh, that's also if depressing. You, if you have a bad reaction. Do you take that pill? Would do you personally take that pill? I mean, you'd have to be in... I don't know, with some shit. I don't think, think you'd do it for fun, though. No, probably because, not. But if you had one and you're like, oh, I'm in a situation here. I need to, I've got no other choice. I, I need to take I, this. Maybe this will make me fly or become the Hulk. Yeah. Maybe I'll need it. Or maybe it'll just make me shit diamonds. Or yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's really going to be no help exactly. whatsoever. I've, uh, I've been watching The Boys on the, uh, oh, yeah, on the yeah. other streaming service. And they've just released like a load of locked up superheroes that have got weird superpowers. Right. One's just got an enormous dick that attacks people. <laughs> so maybe not all bad. Sounds like he'd fit in the uh, bottom of the stream comic universe. <laughs> Talking of superhero powers, yeah, I've watched something else. Okay, which I, admittedly I'm like ten years behind on this, <laughs> but um, I d- again don't know how I missed it. Probably just because life happens. But life um, does happen. It is on it Netflix, and I've been watching Misfits. Oh yeah, I watched the first season of that. I don't think Never I ever went back before. after that. There's like five seasons. Yeah, they're all on Netflix. For a long time. Yeah, I've watched a season and a half. Cool, enjoying really it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty got, good. Um, I'm not going to get his name now. The guy who played Ramsay Bolton in Game of Thrones. Yeah. He's really good in it. Ewan Rion? Something like that. That sounds right. He it's plays definitely that sort of a style. Softly spoken, creepy guy yeah. in this. Yeah. <laughs> Typecast, maybe. I mean, if this was his audition, I can see how he got that role. Yeah, definitely. He's way. amazing in Game of Thrones. He's good he's, in this. Yeah, he is, to be fair. Um, it's funny as well, Misfits, yeah. He was good in Grandma's House as well. Do you remember that sitcom that was Yeah, I loved Grandma's House. Was he in that? He was in that. He was the Simon Amstel's like, playwright boyfriend. Oh. About the same sort of time as yeah. Misfits would have come out. Grandma's yeah, that, House is brilliant. Yeah, that's fun. that is a good sitcom, that is. Randomly, we've just mentioned Grandma's House out of no, just out of my brain. Yeah. Somebody from Grandma's House is in the film that we're about to talk about. Oh, cool. <laughs> really weirdly. Small world. Oliver Coopersmith. He plays a very small part in this role, but okay. he was the young lad that Simon Amstel woke up with one morning. 
Uh, just like the underage, not underage, but really young boy that he shouldn't have slept with. Just random facts there for you. Well, there you go. Things come around, coincidences. Sure do. It's really weird. I've watched one more thing. I've watched one more thing as well. You go first. Okay, I'll finish up. So I think quite a few months ago, I said I'd check an episode of this out and then never did. Okay. I'm probably not going to go back to it. Right. (laughs) But uh, I watched the first episode of Selling Sunset. Oh, yeah, the... uh... (laughs) Mock reality, or not, is it mock reality? Not fake reality. What do they call it? Stage reality? Like, yeah. About a stage Is it agent? like heightened Yeah. A bit like Made in Chelsea and... So it's got storylines and writers probably. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically a load of rich estate agents with fake boobs selling <laughs> huge houses. Why did you watch it? Uh, it was like 20 minutes long and <laughs> just to... Out of curiosity. Just for something to talk about in here. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe a little bit. The houses are awesome. Really? The people are all... Vapid, horrible. Terrible. Yeah. <laughs> boring. Yeah, don't, don't. No? No. I won't. But it's like massively popular yeah. on Netflix currently. Yeah, it is. It was in the charts for ages. Yeah. But I don't, I don't, I don't think, think you're you, the target audience. I don't think you are either. I'm definitely not. <laughs> I mean, I can't afford 10 million minimum for a home, so... I can't afford 10 quid. <laughs> Um, last thing I watched, I said we talked about it a few weeks ago because the new season came out. I've started watching Criminal. Okay, yeah. With well, it's it's got a cast, and then every week they have a guest star yep. that comes in, and they kind of get interviewed in an interrogation room for the whole episode. Yes. It's a cop show, but only set in one set, and it's fucking brilliant. I've only seen two of them. Okay. Um, the very first one is David Tennant. Yep. Who might be the most underrated creepy bad guy in the whole world. Is he? Because he did Jessica Jones and everyone yeah. was like, oh, said that then. <laughs> and then he's done that Des recently on ITV. Did oh, you yeah. watch that about uh, Dennis Nielsen? Yeah, I've heard it. I've not watched it. I watched it. that all in one night the day I got back a holiday and okay. that's fucking brilliant as well. He plays it so well. And in this he plays a creepy potential paedophile weirdo guy as well and he's really good in it. And then awesome. the second episode is Hayley Atwell. Yes. It's really great. worth checking out. There's only three in the first season and I think four in the second. So okay. there's not many of them. But yeah, the two I've seen are like really compelling TV. Even though it's just, it's basically a monologue. It's, it's, it's just, just the police interviews. Yeah. And okay. the, you've got the two, there's two cops in the room with the guest star and the solicitor. And then you've got the other side of the mirror where there's other cops watching sure. and discussing what's going on. And that's it. There's literally just two sets. It's a different and case every week. It's a different case every week, but the same cops. Okay. So it's got a cast, but they're getting a guest star every week. And got you. That, that person becomes the interrogator. And they're usually like really famous people. So, but yeah, it's. Yeah. I've, I've really enjoyed which it which is probably a really easy sell when you're saying come and do this come script. and do some proper acting you, it's just you looking at a camera for an hour yeah it's just monologue just monologue come sure. and do some proper acting I'm sure that appeals to the ego yeah these people and these these actors actually get to do some proper proper acting cool <laughs> Hayley Atwell is brilliant in her she is very good really good uh, so yeah that's that's what I've been watching this week on Netflix and a little bit of the other side of the stream <laughs> awesome. the river I guess excellent cool where do we go now as we are here as in our uh, season opener, yeah, I know we did. We played a game last week, but I have another game. Oh, good. So let's. Um, I haven't played a game for a while since I won. I don't think I've played a game yeah, since I, I got five out of five. So let's. You see. played a game. I have. Yeah. And Ross played a game. Yeah. And now I get to play another game. So let's see if you can continue your streak. Well, so, the last two have been five out of five. I know. Me, so. Maybe they're too easy. Maybe you're getting a bit soft on us. Yeah. Well, let's so. see. Let's <laughs> see. So we are watching iBoy this week. We are. Which is very much a British film. Yep. What What are some things that are very British? Fish and chips. Yeah. Chavs. <laughs> yeah, there's some of them <laughs> in this film. Creepy politicians. <laughs> I, I think that's pretty universal. Yeah, true. 
driving on the wrong side <laughs> of the road? I don't know. Pubs. Pubs. Of course. The booze are. Because the man who doesn't drink. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to a pub. I've been to many pubs. <laughs> you used to drink. I did. Um, I'm not an alcoholic. No. <laughs> even though my mum seems to think I am. Really? <laughs> well, she's like, why would you give up drinking if you're not an alcoholic? Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay, fair enough. I'll just let her believe it. Right, okay. I'm not getting into that. That's <laughs> many reasons. Okay, anyway, pubs. Yes, so I am a good pub. I am going to give you five pub names. Okay. Not all of them are true. <laughs> Can you tell me which one is a real pub? Booze. And which one is fake? Ruse. As we play Booze or Ruse. Are you ready? I'm going to get you a little theme tune for your games. Okay. I'm going to get one and just play it. It's got to be really cheesy. Yeah. I, I need to get like a sparkly jacket or something. <laughs> Maybe if we ever do like a video cast. Yeah, we, we, you'll definitely need a sparkly jacket if we do a video some, show. Some like... Stop giving our potential secrets away. <laughs> <laughs> some like tinsel... Tinsel? Type stuff. You know, I, I like imagine the glittery... T- imagine you're a bit like Robert Webb doing number one. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what yeah. you need to be. Like cheap. Really looks really yeah, cheap. Yeah, really cheap. On purpose. Yeah, because of the because sh- of the show. Also, anyway, <laughs> back, anyway to the back to booze or ruse. Booze or ruse, right? So you've made them up. They're not like from TV shows or anything like that. No, so th- so there are the real pubs. Yeah, yeah. Or I've made them up. Okay, cool. I get it. Ready? Yeah. First one: the left-handed lemon picker. <laughs> that seems a bit long for a pub name, but also you'd be surprised. I've done a lot of research really? in the last couple of days. That. There are some very, very like... long pub names. Really? Yeah. It doesn't seem like the sort of thing that come out of your head either. The left-handed lemon picker. Booze. Real. I'm afraid to say it's a ruse. <laughs> Damn you. Thwarted at the first hurdle. Um, but You made that up? Yes. How? I don't know. I'd love to get in your side the... of your head sometimes. <laughs> you just wait. Right. <laughs> the only way is up. So let's... Is that a pub? Is that a pub? Uh, no. That's run by Yaz. <laughs> That's an outdated reference for you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> truly. Right, the next one. The Bucket of Blood. Ooh. Uh, that sounds like a gothy kind of pub that nobody would want to go into in the back streets of Barnsley or somewhere. Bucket of Blood. Goodbye to everyone who was listening <laughs> in Barnsley. I don't even know why I said Barnsley. I don't even know anybody in Barnsley. Um, booze. Correct. Excellent. It's in Cornwall. Oh. Do you want to know why it's called the Bucket of Blood? I'd love to know why it's called the Bucket of Blood. A previous landlord, yeah. so legend has it, <laughs> went to drain some water from the well on site. Yeah. He pulled the bucket up out of the well. Yeah. And it was full of blood. Oh my God. Why? Um, And it turns out, upon further investigation, that there was a mutilated corpse Ugh. sitting at the bottom of the well. Ooh. And they never found out who it was or why they ended up down there. Oh, that's creepy. That sounds like it should be on Grief Burrito. <laughs> Get those boys talking about it. Oh, I don't want to drink in the bucket of blood now. No. That's... Good story, though, isn't it? That is a good story. Cool. Right. 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Next one. Yep. The Legend of Oily Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> the Legend of Oily Johnny. Sounds like a really good film. Oily Johnny. I feel like that's like a name for a part of a car or something, or a ship. Real. Booze. It's not what happens if things are a bit dry. <laughs> I don't want to think about that, please. 
<laughs> Sorry, what was your answer? <laughs> Booze, real. Correct. Excellent. It's, it's, it's in Cumbria. Like that's, oh, I was going to say like a seaside kind of town. Do you want to know the story? <laughs> I'd love to know the short story of Oily Johnny. It's not quite as interesting as the Bucket of Blood. Okay. So there was, there was a, a guy who used to sell paraffin outside the pub. Okay. Well, that's it. Oh, <laughs> and he <laughs> was Oily Johnny? His name was Johnny. Oh. And he was selling oil. the pub The Legend of Oily Johnny? Yeah. There's no legend there. It's just a guy. It's just a guy. <laughs> Imagine that. You go, in, you go into this pub, you're like, oh, tell me the legend of Oily Johnny. And they're like, oh, this big guy sells paraffin outside. Yeah. Can I have a pint. <laughs> yeah. It's just so random. <laughs> I better make it two. <laughs> I love that. Okay, two one. Two one to me. The pink-eyed beaver. <laughs> oh, wow. The pink-eyed beaver. Beaver with pink eye. No way. You've made that up. I have made that up. I'm not even <laughs> going to try and concoct a story. <laughs> I don't even want to know what the story is. <laughs> 3-1. 3-1. Yeah. Shame we got that first one wrong. It was, yeah. Okay, last one. Yeah. The Barrel of Dicks. <laughs> the Barrel of Dicks. There cannot be a pub called the Barrel of Dicks, but as you may... The Barrel of Dicks. Real. Booze. So, apparently, three guys... Right. <laughs> ...called Richard. Right. I wonder what you, where you were going with that story, then. <laughs> climbed into a barrel. Yeah. And... Tried to survive the the fall down the local waterfalls near the pub. Tried to survive? Yeah, and they died. All three of them? Yeah. What a barrel of dicks. That, that's what all I would Richard. say to you if it was true, but it's not. Oh. Really Damn it, I really wish that was now. <laughs> you still won. 3-2. Yeah. That's not bad. It's not as good as Ross, but slightly better than Jordan. Yeah. Awesome. I'd drink in the barrel of dicks. I have many a time. <laughs> <laughs> right shall we uh move on yes enough of this frivolity i'm gonna uh play a promo for another podcast at this point and then we will get on to talk about iBoy. so listen to this promo please we let things pile up in the dvr we add them to our queues we wait for the dvds and blu-rays we time shift the Time Shifters podcast. Sci-fi, horror, fantasy, superheroes, comedy, action, film, television, maybe some not-so-current events. Find us on iTunes or at timeshifterspodcast.com. And we're back, and we're going to talk about iBoy. iBoy is from 2017. It is a 15. It runs for dead-on one hour and a half, and it's currently rated at 6.0 on IMDb, and is a Netflix original. Stars a guy called Bill Milner as Tom. Uh, did you recognise Bill Milner from anything? Uh, can't... <coughs> Excuse me. Wowzers. <laughs> that would come out of nowhere. <laughs> Do that again. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. That's not nice in your ear holes. <laughs> did I recognise Bill Milner? I, I kind of did, but I couldn't place him. Have you seen Son of Rambo? Yes. He was in that. Okay. But obviously he was a lot younger back yeah, then. Yeah, sure. Um, interestingly, I found something on the internet about this film. Um... You know, Son of Rambo is Will Pil- Will Poulter's breakout film. Sure. That's where he started. He was originally cast in this film. Okay. And if you search his uh, the iBoy poster, yeah. there is actually a poster with Will Poulter on it. Oh, interesting. I don't know if it's real or if it's fake. I could not find out any information, but you can buy it from movieposters.com or whatever it's ah, called. So it's either like a concept or they got so far into pre- yeah. pre-production production that there was a poster with him in it. Within it. 
Oh, I, I don't think he fits this role personally. Weird, Will Bolton. <laughs> There's no two ways about it. But I thought uh, we'll get into what I thought of the people in it. Um, he's also in. Is there anybody there with Michael Caine? Not seen that. Have you not seen that? It's quite good. He, he's obviously a very young boy, and that is it. It's made in two thousand and eight. I think it was one of Michael Caine's last like leading roles. Okay. Also stars a lady called Maisie Williams as Lucy. Now you will have recognised Maisie Williams. Because uh, she is in Game of Thrones. Sure. She was Arya Stark for many a year in Game of Thrones. And she's also in The New Mutants yep. that is recently released from the cinema. So if anybody's playing New Mutants Bingo, we that is our third cast member from that film that we have <laughs> come across on Bottom of the Stream. Previously, Anna Taylor-Joy from Thoroughbreds and Henry Zaga from Deadly Detention. There you go. And now we've got three of them. Um, also stars Miranda Richardson as Tom's mum. Always a pleasure to see her. Absolutely. She's got two Oscar nominations, Miranda Actually, Richardson. Yeah, didn't know that. From For Damage in 1992 for yeah. Best Supporting Actress and for Tom and Viv in 1994 for Best Actress. Oh, I've seen Damage. I've not seen the other one. I um, don't think I've seen either of them, personally. That's okay. <laughs> um, directed by a guy called Adam Randall. He has a few credits on IMDb, but nothing I don't think that's as famous as this one is. He made a film in 2019 called I See You, which was just after this. I found a fact about the writer, though. Right. I didn't know this existed. Um, the guy, the film was written by a guy called Joe Barton. Um, I checked out his, as I always do, his IMDb credits. And he's credited for writing a film in 2010 that is called Nowhere Left to Run. Okay. Have you heard of Nowhere Left to Run? Mm, it's not ringing any bells immediately. Let me show you the poster. Oh, right. <laughs> okay. Okay. Nowhere Left to Run is a vampire movie starring the boys from McFly. Right. Uh, <laughs> McFly, for our non-UK listeners, are a boy sort of pop... Boy slash man band. Pop They've been around for a very long time. Boy now. band. So Manufactured this, band. This film came out in 2010. It says, after Harry becomes a vampire, Tom, Danny and Dougie are on a mission to find a new drummer. What could go wrong? It's always the drummers. It is always the drummers. That film is only 38 minutes long. Right. It's rated at 6.7 on IMDb. Okay. I need to find Nowhere Left to Run. It's probably just like an extended music video. I think it probably is, to be fair. But it sounds awesome. <laughs> and I'm all over it. So I'm going to see if I can find it. I thought it was really interesting that that even existed. I did not know that existed. Uh, and that's it. That's the cast and crew of uh, iBoy. Awesome. I guess. So do you have a one word review? Game of phones. <laughs> how long have you? How long did that take you to come up with? It was on the drive home today. That's really good. I know. That might be my favourite. It's technically not a one-word review. I'm saying fuck the rules. I'm letting you have it. Fuck, it's season four now. Yeah, go the rules go out the window in the fourth season. Everybody knows that. Look at Dexter. It's best season ever. <laughs> We've got a lot to live up to. Uh, where does this film start, Nicholas? London. Yeah. <laughs> There's a boy. There is a boy. He's playing... <laughs> Do you know what? <laughs> it made me laugh because he's, he's he's in his room yep. playing on his computer. Yeah. And I hadn't, I'd totally forgotten we're not doing trivia anymore. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't recognise which game he's playing. That's going to be my trivia question. Jesus, I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad we're not doing that anymore. What game was he playing? Plants vs. Zombies. Was he really? Yeah. Oh, I would never would have got that. <laughs> not in a million years. And to emphasise to us, the viewer, that this is set in a rough part of town. Yeah. Um, over the sound of the, the computer that he's playing... You suddenly hear a load of screaming. Yeah. So he just puts his headphones on and yeah, carries loads, on playing. I've, I've written loads of commotion outside, so he yeah. just drowns it out of his headphones. It seems to be set on a council estate in the shadow of the Gherking. Gherking? <laughs> the Gherking. <laughs> I am the Gherking. 
my loyal subjects. Ross, can you please draw the gherkin? In the shadow of a gherkin in like proper central London. So again, to translate that for any non-UK listeners. People know what the gherkin is, don't they? It's Maybe famous. Not. Okay. It's a famous building in London. It yep. looks like a gherkin. It's in like the financial district. It's really ugly. So there's been a lot of gentrification around this part of London. Yeah. Um. You know, you you've got all the it's the you know banking all that sort of stuff. Uh. But we we're we're watching a movie that's set on a council estate that has been completely passed by yeah, by completely all this left behind, money. Even that even gets mentioned, doesn't it? Does, it yeah. Later on in the film. <laughs> I really hope Ross draws the gherkin now. Please do it. Just a massive pickle <laughs> wearing a crown. Oh, that massive building wearing a crown. Oh, he's the creative one, not us. <laughs> Cut from there is the, the we get to the next day and he meets his mate Danny. And was it Danny? Yeah, it is Danny. Are you asking me? Yes. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> That's when I said, was it Danny? That was me asking. <laughs> then you just went, you answered yourself. Um, and he gives him a, a new phone, gives Tom a new phone, which is obviously stolen. Because it's got somebody else's picture on the front page. Sure. Call him home screen. Home screen. <laughs> so page. old. I'm so old. It's like he's giving him a newspaper. <laughs> Here's a copy of the Guardian. Someone else's. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, cut to school. You've got your general British school layout. The, everybody's distracted. Nobody's really paying attention. After class. We he starts flirting with this girl that he knows. It's like a friend of his. Yeah, who, so he's like making googly eyes at her in, yeah. in the class and she's not <laughs> looking back. Yeah, this is Lucy. This is Maisie Williams' character. They they arrange to meet up later on to do some science revision. Sure. Um, which isn't a... Uh, euphemism. Euphemism. I could not think of that word then. <laughs> you know when you start a sentence and you don't know how to end it? The panic in my eyes. So before he goes to her house, he sits at home. With, he lives with his nan. I was just trying to read my notes, and I, I I was like, what have I written there? And it says, they're going to meet later. Yeah. And I thought it said something about giving a meat letter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what's a meat letter? I don't know. Is that a euphemism? I don't know. He's going to give her a meat letter. <laughs> Straight in her slot. What letter? <laughs> oh, it's just like a ransom <laughs> note, but instead of out of a newspaper, it's like salami and... <laughs> Are you okay? I don't know. <laughs> wow. But it would be quite a good ransom note because you could eat the evidence. Yeah. <laughs> what would you write? You could write it on like a gammon steak. Uh, yeah, possibly. Because they're quite big and flat. Yeah. And then you could write it with like little chipolatas and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Russ. <laughs> no, don't draw that. Um, anyway, he's sitting talking to his nan. And she wants to read some of her latest novel out to him. Which is a romance novel. In yeah, she's quotation she, marks. She's a romance she's like novelist. a E. L. James, isn't she? Yeah, um, he does not want to hear that. You would not want to hear your nan reading out a sex novel. No, it's all like she takes his throbbing, and then Engor- I think it was engorged. Oh, member. Oh, was it engorged? <laughs> engorged is a horrible word. Yeah, it's it's one of my least favourite words. It should <laughs> never be uttered by anybody. Um, so he skips, scoots out. He leaves, leaves her there, and he heads over to Lucy's flat. And when he gets there, I've re- I can't read my notes. Are now. they in the same complex then? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Like this is all made... set in that same I th- like, I think so, block yeah. of flats. Yeah. But it's a big like estate of yeah. flats. Um, so he goes over to hers. And when he gets there, it looks like some shit's gone down. Um, her brother's kind of knocked out in the lounge. Is it? I was totally confused there. I Because I was just like, I was a body on the floor. <laughs> it was it her was brother. brother. Yeah, it okay. was her brother. Um, he was knocked out in the lounge. And Tom, because like, the door's all broken in as well. So he goes in. 
Um, he heads off to try and find Lucy, obviously. And some guys come after him. Yeah. And it ends up with him, he runs away, as you would. And four guys end up chasing him. They do, yeah. Through the, like... All sort of balaclavered up, aren't they? And Yeah. All in black. Through the, uh, what do you call this? Landings of the flats, I guess? Yeah, walkway. Walkways. Yeah. <laughs> and anyway, he eventually realised, they eventually realise they can't catch him. So one of them shoots him. Yeah, he pulls out a gun and uh, it's a good shot, actually. It's a great quite shot. a way ahead of him. Yeah. <laughs> he is. And it's a really good shot, camera shot yeah, as nice, well, because nice. <laughs> it pulls right right back and you see it, it from a distance. So you, can, you, you just see him go down. Yeah. And then we hit straight into the title card. And then we hit into a credit sequence. Yeah, which is unusual. That. Yeah, it felt it made it feel like a TV show. It cheapened it a little bit. I thought it doesn't need it. It's all like stock brain. Yeah, sort of. As if you're we've seen another. A brain. We've I go no. Don't ask me which one because I've got <laughs> no idea. We have seen another movie that because I feel like we've had this conversation before where there's an opening se- uh, credit sequence and it's all like synapses firing. And yes, you we're going down. The film that's coming to my head is the Lazarus effect. It might be. But I'm not sure. But, but it's also getting yeah, down like right. computer wires and yeah. nerves and all this sort of thing. Anyway, that goes on for fucking ages. Too long. I don't like a pre-film credit sequence. I think it cheapens a film. That's my just my take. I'm sticking with it. Um, straight out of the credit sequence, though, Tom is waking up in hospital. He is. Uh, it turns out he's been there for 10 days. And <laughs> this is where you have to leave your brain at the door a little bit. Because the doctor explains to him that pieces of his phone have entered into his head. Sure. And have lodged into his brain. So his phone's been shot inside him, yeah. basically. Shot up into his head. Yeah. Um, however, the doctors are not that worried about this. No. this <laughs> I don't think this Even guy... Even though on the x-ray, it literally <laughs> looks like there's a phone in his brain. <laughs> I'm not sure this guy... I'd, wa- I'd want to see his license It reminded me a lot of medicine. Um, Dr. Nick from The Simpsons. <laughs> because this is an actual quote. He's just like, we think you'll be all right. Quote, just let us know if anything unusual <laughs> I've happens. i as well. Yeah. <laughs> the, the x-ray picture is really funny because it is, he, he says fragments of your phone, but it's a whole phone yeah. in his brain. Anyway, he goes home. He gets checked out that same day and he heads home with his mum. And we cut to the next day and he kind of wakes up, gets up, starts hanging around. Um, he, ch- he asks his nan how Lucy's doing, because obviously she was in hospital as well. Yeah, and nan says, oh, she, she got released a few days ago. A few ago. days ago. She's all, she's all right, but you should probably go and see her. Yeah. Um, so he does. He heads out to go and see her. And as he's walking through the streets, we can he can hear other people's phone calls yes. in his head. And he can also hear just general electronic chatter. chatter. So yeah. like modem type noises and... Even though that hasn't been a noise for no, like 20 years. But it's definitely used in this film quite, quite a lot. <laughs> Again, it's probably just stock sound yeah. footage. He gets to Lucy's house eventually after that, or flat. Although he did walk through the streets to get there this time, but he did go and buy I think some flowers. this might he? be what confused me. He went to buy some flowers, so whether he had to leave to go to the shop it's and then go back. A detail that is... I'm pretty sure they lived on the same yeah. estate, but it is completely unimportant. Let's say that. Um, and anyway, he gets to Lucy's house. Um, the, one of the very first things she says to him is, I'm glad you're not dead, which is nice. Gee, well, you know. It's one of the things I always say to you when you turn up. Yeah, it's I'm true. I'm glad you're not dead. Yeah. Oh, you got to lay it on the I line, couldn't, you? couldn't do this show if you were dead. No, I, I mean. I'd just be talking at nobody. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I could do it from beyond. <laughs> I guess. Maybe. 
Let, we don't have to worry about that. No, hopefully not. <laughs> um, he he kind of apologizes for running away, and she 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 responds with, "No one's mad at you for not being a hero." Yeah, which that's quite a nice line. It's a nice line. It's a bit of a swerve insult, though. It's like you're not a hero. Yeah, <laughs> which he's not. He didn't do anything. Um, but I I I noted it down because I thought it was an interesting line. There's just one thing you did just didn't mention. It is probably worth mentioning. So as he's going in the lift to go to Luther's, yeah, there's a creepy oh, course, guy yeah. in the lift who was also in their class, yeah, and he's like, what does he say? He says, "Say hello to Lucy for us," yeah, and it's like, well, clearly you were involved in this. Then. <laughs> yeah, it's, they didn't really <laughs> it's make not subtle. They didn't really hide that either because you you meet him in the class earlier, and he's the guy in not the bal- in school, isn't yeah, he? and the guy in the balaclava is clearly the same guy. Yeah, uh, I think I don't think that was ever supposed to be a secret. The guy's called Eugene. Or just Eugene. What I mean, did I say? Eugene. Eugene. Hugh is, <laughs> Hugh is not short for Eugene. <laughs> Isn't it? No. Hugh is a totally different name. I've never heard you. Why are you saying it like that? I don't know. I can't say That's it properly now. Eugene. Yeah. Why did I say Eugene? Eugene. <laughs> His name's Eugene. Oh, I can say it without... With a... What's in this drink you've given me? <laughs> don't want to tell you. <laughs> Anyway, this guy's called Eugene, and yeah, they weren't making any secret of the fact that it was him all along. It was, it was just, it was never a big revelation, was it? No, it was always you just knew it was him. On his way home from leaving Lucy's, he, he again hears all the phone noises, or the chatter, or the bing bongs, and whatever you call it. And but he can also now see tech. I've written can see technology doing its thing. That's what I put. I put that he can see devices slash signals. Yeah, so he can see modems like. Releasing a signal, Mo- modem, modem, jizz. Yeah. modem, yes. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and he can, he can, he can see, see radio like waves, information yeah. going Traveling. through the air. Yeah. yeah, and it makes him pass out. He gets he passes out home, doesn't he? Yeah, because he opens the curtains. He opens the curtains because he, he can see, see the whole. He can city. see like his alarm clock and his yeah things in his in his room, and he opens the curtains and just passes out. Yeah, he can see all the technology in the city. Um, next day though, he decides he's going back to school. His nun tells him, "Look, you've been shot in the head. You could probably have a day off if you wanted." <laughs> um, it was pretty much what she said uh, but he says no I'm going back to school he meets up with his mate Danny again Danny's also glad that he's not dead he confides in Danny that he thinks he's pretty sure Eugene was there yeah um, you're making me really self-conscious about every time I say <laughs> Eugene now <laughs> and Danny's like no way yeah there's, Danny stands up he's kind of like don't be stupid he's like Hugh wouldn't do that <laughs> <laughs> he, he basically says that he's a bad guy but he's not a bad guy yeah come on this is a lot high above his pay grade. And then Danny's like, well, you know, forget about the whole, like, yeah, shooting thing. Yeah, forget it now. It's, There's it's a party later. Yeah. Let's go. You're going to come? Yeah. Tom's like, yeah, I probably yeah, will. Okay, fair enough. And he gets distracted. They have that conversation whilst they're sitting on the bus on the way home. And he gets distracted because he can see all the messages that people are sending around. Yeah. The text messages are, like, in the air. It wasn't on the way home. It was on the way to school. Um, when he gets to school, everybody's kind of looking at him because he's the guy that got shot in the head. He's got a lovely scar, hasn't he? Has he? Got he's a got a scar. big scar, sort of in a crescent. Yeah. From sort of above his ear, round to the back of his neck. From where his phone entered, I guess. Yeah. And <laughs> the bullet grazed him. They're sitting in like a science class. Right. And... Also, just before you go on. Okay. There is no way these phones are made of like they're shit. Yeah. Right. A bullet is not going to be stopped by a phone. No. That bullet would have gone straight through that phone and this guy would have been... The bits of glass might have gone into his head, but yeah, he would have died. Anyway. (laughs) 
It wouldn't. The bullet. It's almost like the bullet hit the bottom of the phone and pushed it into it. I've just hit my head. But pushed it into his head. Uh, it's what Easter Easter worn headphones. Oh, that's my place now and where I am. So we head into like a. I think it's a science class because they were sitting on stools at like high tables and that's what I remember of science. And he can see Eugene. I've said it again. <laughs> can see Eugene. Is watching a video on his phone. Yeah. And it is of the video is of Lucy being attacked. Yeah. It's the night of it happening, which confirms in Tom's mind at that point. <laughs> yeah, okay, this guy is definitely involved now. I know yep. that for a fact. Um, and suddenly Eugene's phone gets really hot and he drops it on the floor and everybody laughs at him. Yeah, because it like fizzes, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, it fizzes and pops and he drops it and everybody's like, oh, yeah, Dwight, you dropped your phone. And then we cut to the party. Yes. Now, this isn't the sort of party that you'd be wanting to go to. It's not a rager, is it? Not at all. <laughs> It was basically really dark and gloomy. Yeah, there's not many people there. No. It's in like a pool hall or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't know where it? it was. It felt like it was underground. Yeah, and Tom was just like sitting there sulking, basically. Yeah. yeah. But then he he becomes like a computer. Yes. Because he's got like Terminator type skills now. Yeah. And he manages to, by looking around the room, he IDs everyone who was involved in this attack. Yeah, because he can keep replaying this video in his head. It's yeah. kind of been downloaded into his brain now. So he sees one guy, he matches his tattoos up from his yeah. memory. Uh, another guy, because he's got the same shoes on. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not sure that'd stand up in court. No, definitely not. <laughs> and uh, another guy from his bracelet. Yeah. And all these guys are hanging around with Yuji. Yeah. They're all like sitting around at the same... So they're all school mates. Yeah. They've all grown up together. I think the key thing to come out of this is that everybody in this film has grown up together. They're all like... Yeah, they were all lived on this estate for their whole sure. lives and, and grown up, gone to school together. Eventually, Tom was like, fuck this. And he approaches Eugene. Yeah. And it's probably not the safest move, cleverest not move really. he's ever done. And Eugene's not having any of that. He squares up to him. He's like, what the fuck? You don't square up to me. Who do you think you are? Danny ends up dragging him away. And yeah, he's, and Danny's kind of occupying this middle ground because he's kind of in with Eugene. But he's also not. friends with Tom. Yeah. And, yeah. It's almost like he's trying to get in with Eugene a bit more. Sure. And Tom has now got this new ability where he can see text messages in front of his face that come from his phone. It's convenient for the screen. Screen. For the which is, it works quite well because you could actually read them rather than reading it off a phone. Yeah. Um, but he can also respond to them from yeah. his brain. So he just thinks them and yeah. they get sent yeah. out. So he leaves the party. He leaves early. Lucy's obviously also not at the party. She hasn't left the house since all this happened. And he goes to see her. And he does a bit more flirting. Yeah, they kind of... He, she she leaves the house for the first time, the, yeah. the flat, and they, they stand on the walkway, don't yeah. they, and have a bit of a flirt. Yeah. Uh, she says she's not in a good place. She's in a... She's pretty caught up by this, what's happened to her. Yeah, um, and um, so, so they're having this chat, and then the group of lads, yeah. led by Eugene, sort of walk... Underneath. Underneath them, them so down below. They don't, so they don't see these They're a couple two. of stories up. And... Suddenly, all of these group of lads receive a text from unknown. Yeah, and it just says, "I'm coming for you." Yeah, they all get it at the same time. Yeah, and it's at that point you realise that Tom's trying to. He's almost now learnt to control what he can do and what his powers are. Sure. Um, And he hacks into Eugene's phone. This is a bit later on, isn't he? Yes. Um, He's following Eugene down the street, and he's in his head. You can see it in his head, but he's hacking into the phone. And he gets access and he can then therefore hear everything that's being said. Yeah. And he follows them to like a, a drug deal, I guess. You know, when you like, you get an app up and it says whatever app wants to access your microphone. That's just what he's doing. Yeah. He There's a drug deal going on. Eugene's basically dealing drugs for another guy. And Tom hides behind a bin. 
he whilst does. he's watching whilst he's watching this going on. He's not really out of uh, sight. But is, was Danny there or was it somebody else? I think it was. No, it was. Um, it was was the guy's name Cass. Cass, yeah, it yeah. was. And Tom has this great idea that he's going to start watching these guys through their webcams. Yeah. And so he's got like four webcams playing in his head of what these guys are doing, and he starts like he can now control other technology as well. So he's like scaring them basically yeah, he's, so he's making, he's making noises light, in their light bulbs and, pop and yeah lights are flicking, flicking on and off things and, switching on and off one of the guys though is uh, in quite an uncompromising position he's enjoying a bit of alone time yes he's got some uh, a box of tissues by his side it's a bit weird watching this but tom tom sticks with it <laughs> and dear uh, he's going for the old left-handed <laughs> lemon pickup <laughs> yes <laughs> is that where you're coming from <laughs> no but i'm going to say that that is what that means from now on that's what we should refer to it as so this guy's having a really good time picking some lemons the next day we're back at school we go back to school the next day after tom's he's basically scared these guys even eugene was a bit scared yes. he was like his lights were popping in his house and whatever and there's a school assembly the next morning from one of the one of the teachers who's hosting this assembly and there's a projector screen above them and tom starts broadcasting this video of this guy picking lemons with his left hand <laughs> Onto the school projector, so the whole school can now see what Tom saw through the webcam. Yeah, uh, this guy—he doesn't appear that embarrassed. He kind of shrugs, I mean, shrugs not, it off. Not you couldn't entirely. See you could obviously tell what he was doing, but you couldn't. There was no image. Of, no. <laughs> you couldn't see his uh, lemon. <laughs> <laughs> but this guy eventually does run out. He is obviously quite embarrassed, and everybody's laughing, and it's everything. The school goes into chaos, basically. Yeah. As it would if you if that sort of thing happened. Yeah, so later in the day, he goes and tells Lucy about it. Yeah. He says, oh, you've missed this. This was amazing. This happened at school. But he, he doesn't tell her what how, how it happened. No. Any of that sort of stuff. Um, whilst he's there, though, Lucy's distracted by texting somebody else. We later find out that it is Tom that she's texting, but she doesn't know that at this point. Yeah. Um, And she explains in one of the messages that the... She believes that it was her brother's gang initiation, so the, or he failed his gang initiation, the, the or this was a punishment because she because her brother stood up to them and said I he wouldn't join them. Right. Okay. Uh, and hence why they were all attacked. Why, yeah. The message comes. She says, "What do I call you?" And he says, "Call me I Boy." Yeah. Hence the name of the film. Cuts back briefly to his flat and his nan. When he gets there, his nan's on the phone. She's got appears to have some sort of money trouble. Somebody's trying to. He can hear it obviously, and somebody's trying to debt collect from her. Yeah. And he, you see his bank account flick up on the screen and he just puts some money into the bank and pays this bill all in his own head at the time while she's still talking. And the guy on the other end of the phone's like, oh, that's been paid now. You can get off the phone. That's quite a handy little superpower to have. Yeah. I wouldn't mind it. Somewhere in it, there's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's a modern day superpower that you could use for good and you could also use for evil. It's sure. a pretty good superpower. And they kind of tried to tell that story as we go on. I'm just not quite sure how well they do <laughs> Um, after that, he, he says to Lucy, do you want to go out for dinner? Do you want to meet for dinner? Um, dinner apparently is chips on a bench. Yep. That's where he takes her. There's a whole, whole romantic old Tom. And she says, look, after all of this, you're the only person I know that's actually come to see me. You're the only one checking checking me out. <laughs> checking up on me. And yes. Making sure I'm all right. And he says, look, I just want you to feel safe. And there's there's definitely something evolving between these two. Yeah, sure. Um, and he again apologizes for running. And he says, next time whatever happened i wouldn't run even if it made even if it made me die yeah which is a big big thing to say and then I mean, so, it's, a bit, it's a bit like locking the gate after <laughs> the horse horse has bolted isn't it yeah but, <laughs> uh, but it's tested almost instantly 
Because yes. <laughs> as he's walking Lucy back home, Eugene and the gang... Did I say it again then? No, no, you're I'm fine. Good. I'm good. <laughs> Eugene and the gang um, approach them and confront them. And he's a bit creepy about it. He comes up to, he goes up to Lucy. He's like, look, I just want you to know, I hope you don't think it's anything to do with us. It wasn't anything to do with us. Because um, some, he says, because some prick's been playing tricks on us. Yeah. And it, it wasn't us. You'd need to call off your, whoever's doing this. And Eugene's like, hang on a minute. Tom, you're a nerd. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Are you doing this? Yeah. And Tom kind of stands up back to him, doesn't he? He's like, yeah. get out of my face, fuck off. Eugene starts attacking Tom, starts beating him up. And then suddenly they all get a text again, this whole gang. And it just says, wrong guy, dickhead. Yeah. Which I thought was really good. And they stop instantly. They're like, well, who the fuck are you then? They're shouting out into the night yeah, sky. who's watching us? Who's doing this then if it's not him? Uh, cut to them a bit later on, the same gang. We could stick with the gang for a little while now. Um... They are stealing a car. Yes. In what would become the best bit of this film, I think. They jimmy it. They get in quite quickly. They all get in their respective seats, I guess, of uh, order of importance in the gang. Oh, is that how it works? I think so. I think so you did, you got Eugene hierarchy. got in the driver's seat. Yeah, you right. got a hierarchy. And then his mate got in the passenger seat, and then the three games get in the back. That's, okay. Fine. That's how I understood it. Because um, I would have thought if you were the, if you were large and in charge... You'd want to like ride in comfort in the back. I think when you get older, that works. Like right, that. But okay. when you're a teen, you're like, oh, I'm going to nick this car and oh, call in front of my mates. Unfortunately, they can't get it started. And they uh, all of a sudden, the locks engage and yep. the doors lock and they're locked in this car. Um, Eugene is trying to hotwire hot it. Hotwire? Yeah. <laughs> I can tell I know loads about stealing cars. I said Jimmy on hotwire. And um, he can't do it. And it's just impossible. He can't get it going and then suddenly out of nowhere when he's not even trying it starts i never liked jimmy hotwire who's jimmy hotwire you know the dude <laughs> didn't get that at all <laughs> that's the joke that just went straight over my head after about two minutes of me saying it anyway they're trapped in the car <laughs> anyway they're trapped in... <laughs> sorry <laughs> they're trapped in the car and it starts on its own nobody's trying to start it and it starts talking to them and it starts talking to them a bit like um kit no that's not what i was thinking of but yes I was thinking more of Bumblebee. All right, Because okay. that like speaks through the radio, through the radio doesn't radio. it? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the radio comes on and it starts asking them questions. Uh, suddenly the airbag goes off, which made me jump. So I can imagine it made Eugene jump like crazy. It then catches fire. Because it's over-revving, isn't it? Like, yeah. really high. And it's, it's trying to... It asks them, who's your boss? Who's, yeah, that's all Who it keeps asking them for? over and over again. And everybody's freaking out. Eugene's trying, telling everybody to shut up, calm down, don't say anything. And then one of eventually one of them gives up a name. And it, the name is Cuts. Yeah, so in my notes, I just thought he was called Kurt. <laughs> Until, like, literally the scene before the end of the movie and someone called him Cuts. Cuts. And I was like, yeah, I think I've misheard. <laughs> yeah, he's called Cuts. And they give up that name. And then they get out of the car. The, the locks disengage. Yep. And just as they get out, the car explodes. And then we cut back to a little bit away from the car. And Tom's kind of standing there with a mask on and he's yeah, hood yeah. up and... He's just standing watching this all go down. I thought that was the best bit of this film. I really enjoyed that scene. I thought it was really clever. Uh, it was quite, yeah, it was quite a bit of initiative, wasn't it? Yeah. Actually using the car as a bit of a torture yeah. device. and Yeah, I, I probably wouldn't disagree with you. I really enjoyed that bit. Um, we then cut to cuts. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't the first time we met him. He was the, actually was the guy who was dealing drugs with Eugene earlier on. Yeah. And he's in a flat with his mates. There's 
four of them, three or four of them. He's got a henchman who's making a cottage pie. Or a shepherd's pie. Yeah. <laughs> they have a debate for ages about what the difference between a cottage pie and a shepherd's pie is. Yes. Cut's got it right. But the I liked... explanation of the goon was so much better. I'd never heard that before. <laughs> I have either, and it was really so clever. He, he says... <laughs> Let me get this right. So he says... A cottage pie is where you you top it with sliced potatoes. Yeah, because they're like roof tiles and it on looks a cottage. Like the roof of a cottage. And a shepherd's pie is when it's topped with mashed potatoes because they are fluffy like a sheep. Which makes a lot more sense than what it actually is. Which is one is lamb and, and one, one is, is beef, beef. <laughs> which has nothing to do with shepherds or cottages. No. So from now on, that's how it means. That's what I'm. I, I was like, well, why isn't it just that? I thought that was the best bit in the film, probably <laughs> just that line. It was the best line in the film. <laughs> Suddenly, they're, they're playing PlayStation, aren't they? And then the TV cuts to a view of his car. Yeah. Cuts his car. And... Wang cam. What? Wang cam. <laughs> wondered what you said then. <laughs> oh, that was earlier on. <laughs> Wang cam. Um, and somebody's pissing on his car. Yeah. Or in his car. In the driver's footwell of his sure. car. And all his mates start laughing at him and saying, Oh, look, some twat's pissing in your car. Um, but Cuts is like, oh, Fuck this. And we're going downstairs. So they all... Yeah, let's go beat this. Let's go and see what the fuck's going on. So they all leave. And as they leave, Tom goes in to the flat. Slides inside. Slides inside. And he makes all their shit blow up. Yeah. So he's like, the toaster blows up, the kettle blows up, all their electronics he starts blowing up. Um, But one, and then he starts kicking shit around the room as well. He's basically destroying the place. Uh, But one of the speakers doesn't explode. No. So he's like, what's going on there? So he takes the cover off and it's fake. It's full of drugs. It's got all the druggies inside. And so he thinks, I'll have these. <laughs> yeah, I'll have these. So he takes them. I am having this stash. Yeah. So he takes all the drugs. And when the guys get back, they realize that they've been hoodwinked and that somebody's stolen all their drugs. So they're not happy. Uh, crucial small scene here, but very crucial to the plot of the film. Lucy says to him, I still want to do my exams because it's coming up to exam season. Will you come with me? Will Can we go together? Yeah. To the says, Will you escort me? This will be the, my first time back at school. School, yeah. So um, I can sit my exam. I'm scared of going back to school. Uh, I need you there to get me through it. And he agrees. He's like, yeah, of course I will. Don't be stupid. Cut back to him a bit later that same night. He's bagging up the drugs. Yeah, I didn't understand what was happening at all. Why? So what? what's he doing? He's, he's doing all some, some sort of like uploading. And he he sends like a program out into the ether. Yeah. And it's it's the file name is something like estate.cleanup.cmx. What's that doing? <laughs> I the way I understood it was that he was bagging up some drugs. Yes. He then planted them on people, various people around the estate. Yes. And the file that he was uploading was to the police. Oh right. To show. So it was literally just this. These people. Have Joe all got Bloggs drugs. has got a load of drugs under his pillow. Yeah, and where they were, because the the cops broke into all the houses right. and instantly found out where all the drugs were. I, right. I presume that's all it was. I don't think okay. there was anything more than that. And then, so you get a montage. You get an estate cleaning montage because there's loads of riot police and police just going all around the estate. Picking Take, up the bad taking guys. Taking people down, yeah. Finding the drugs. Because we know they're um, Tom's little baggies of drugs. Eugene's just running around in his pants, isn't Yeah, he, he runs around in his pants. Tom's put a little smiley face on all the drug bags, so we know that they're ones he's planted. Um, Eugene gets arrested in his pants. Yep. And that's it. The estate's been cleaned up. The gang's all disbanded, as far as we know, for now. The stash has been... Yeah. Returned, returned. to the police. Yeah, and everything's all good. Um the next bit I didn't really understand because his nan suddenly finds out what he's been this doing. This was very unnecessary. Yeah. She said, well, not what he's been doing. She's she's like, why are you out all the time? Yeah. And then she finds a flick knife. Yeah. So now she's like, well, you're getting involved with these bad guys. ne'er-do-wells. 
Stop she's, it. She's a bit of a name around the estate as well. Everybody seems to respect yeah, her. She's been there for her. years and years. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's a bit strange. Um, then we've cut back to Cuts and he's being told off. Yeah. So he's obviously got a boss as well. And he's being told off for what's going on. He's like, this is unacceptable on your patch. I can't believe you've let this happen. Sort it out. And Tom's listening in because he's a phone hacker and he can. And he gets the identity of whoever Cuts is talking to. So we now know who the big, big boss is. Yeah. So we've gone from Eugene to Cuts to Alman. Alman. Yeah. Who is played by Rory Kinnear. What do I know him from? Would I? Yes. I mean, I I feel like I know the name more than his face because he was in this for like the last, what, half an hour, 20 minutes? And I didn't feel like I recognised him. He's in quite a few of the latest Bond films. um, He's in Skyfall and Quantum of Solace. He's in The Imitation Game with... Do you know what? I own that and I've never watched it. It's really good. With Benedict Cumberbatch. I think it's still in its plastic. I think he's one of these like actors that's just... In and around things. I mean, it's just... Uh, he's in Penny like, Dreadful. Did you watch that? I, no, think you did, I thought you did watch that. No, I don't think so. He's fairly nondescript looking, isn't he? So yeah, he's been in loads of stuff. You will, know him from, you will know him from stuff. Anyway, yes, he is the big boss. And Cuts has a new plan. Yes. So he gathers all the kids together that haven't been arrested, that are still out and about. Yeah. And he says to them, go out. Raid every flat you can and bring me every single bit of technology that you can lay your hands on. Yeah. So they're obviously trying to cut Eyeboy off at the legs, aren't they? Yeah. Which is that's just not bad thinking. No, it's not. I mean, you've got to start somewhere. Yeah. They don't know that he's a superhero with brain phones. Yeah. As far as they know, they even steal a PlayStation 4. He could be still communicating for his PlayStation, as far as they know. But he keeps one of the lads back and it's yeah. Cass. Cass. And Cass is the guy... Um, who was in Eugene's gang who gave up Cutts' name yeah. in the car when it was on fire. And I, I, again, I wasn't quite clear on how Cutts had come by this information, <laughs> but he basically says, did you give my name up in I a think, burning car? I think somebody ratted him out. Yeah. And Cass is like, no, no, I didn't do it, Gov. <laughs> <laughs> He's proper cut me up. Yeah. I've seen him in a, another... He was in a comedy show a few months ago about football. Right. Uh, the first team, I think it's called. It's about young footballers trying to break into a Premier League team. It's quite oh, okay. funny, actually. But he was in that. So we get another montage, don't we? And, yeah. it, and it's all a, te- it's a text message and social media post montage of people now being mad at iBoy yeah, because, because the gangs have come and stolen all their technology. Yeah. <laughs> Including his uh, his nan's mucky books. Yeah, even his nan and Tom have been robbed. Yeah. Their, all their stuff's been stolen. So, And yeah, everybody's blaming iBoy for it. So it's not gone down too well. Tom overhears Cuts and Elman arranging a meet-up because yeah. as far as they're concerned, it's been a couple of days now, I think, and one of them says, we've not heard from iBoy for a few days. They've got to over. get the product back yeah, out Yeah, they're though. like, it's over. We'll just go back to what we were doing. I think this is the first point. So Tom's looking in a mirror and his reflection starts like glitching. Yeah. So it's like, does iBoy need resetting to his factory yeah. <laughs> settings? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> Tom t- goes to his nan and says, Look, I'm going out. I'll be back later on. Um, she t- She's like, don't go out. Just stay here. Stay with me. Don't go out. She she kind of knows something's going down. Yeah. She's, she's worried about him because we stick with her after this and she goes out for a wander around the block and she bumps into Danny. Well, she seeks out Danny, really, she does, doesn't yeah. she? And she's like, she has a chat with him and he's he's quite respectful of her. He he's knows, very respectful, yeah. Yeah, he knows who she is. He's, he's not like a dickhead to her. And she says, look, Tom's been different lately. Do you agree? And Danny's like, yeah, I'll, uh, 
I keep my eye out for him. He's definitely been, something's not right with him. Um, Lucy sends a text to iBoy's phone saying she wants him to stop. This this is all done. Forget about it now. Um, Tom's like, no way. I'm not having that. And he starts following cuts. Yeah, so he's going to he's gonna meet, well, he's going to be, be there, there when this, this shipment comes in. So cuts is driving. Down, uh, Tom's on his phone. Uh, on his phone. It's always on his phone. <laughs> his bike. On his bike. And he's he can see, he's basically tracking. I just touched your foot then. I apologize. <laughs> he's basically tracking cuts his phone. He's got like a little GPS, hasn't he now? Was it my foot? I don't know, was it? It was a long way down if it wasn't. <laughs> it was my foot. <laughs> um, what did you touch it with? My foot. Well, that's all right. <laughs> or was it? <laughs> yes. Definitely was. Um, what has this episode been? <laughs> I don't know. Um, we find out later at that point that Cuts has ditched his phone for some reason. And it's never really explained why he did that. Because he's clever. But how did he know he was being followed? No, he didn't. So he just did it anyway? Yeah. Okay. So Tom needs a new way to find out where Cuts is. Hopefully. That's obvious, isn't it? Yeah. What you, what you need it's to do. It's really helpful. Yeah. So above overhead, there's a police helicopter. Well, I no, I think it was telling you that the, there are multiple flying helicopters. <laughs> As opposed to non-flying yeah. helicopters. So like... I mean, some of it might have been drone stuff. So there's like a yeah. news cop, a news, news cop, a news chopper, yeah, a weather chopper, a police chopper, and he's like, "Oh he, yeah, I'll just oh, zoom in until I find this car." And he did. Yeah, um, he manages to find it, and he ends up, as all British films do, at a shipping yard. Sure, don't they though? All these sort of yeah, but it, it is set in the Docklands around yeah, London because all British films are. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> All British gangster films always end up at a shipping yard, and this one is no different. And he sneaks up on a goon. He's kind of walking between two shipping containers. Yeah. And as he's walking up, he's watching YouTube in his head and learning how to fight. Yes, he does. Which I he... thought was quite clever. So why does that only happen once? Because he literally downloads know. fighting techniques. Yeah. He starts and... watching Cobra Kai in his head. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he also downloads, like, the me- so he finds, he's, he's, he's able to identify the person that he's creeping up on. Yeah. And view their medical history. Yeah. So he knows, oh, this guy's way to take him got out. a dodgy knee. That's where I'm going to have him. Yeah, and he does. And he... It's the only time it's done in this movie. Yeah, it's a shame. But yeah, he does. So he takes this guy out at the knee. He gives him a swift kick. And then knocks him out. Yeah. Basically took, takes his goon down. Tom's only a slight young lad. He's not, he is, yeah. Not any, and this was a big old goon. But if you can find a weak spot, you uh, you can take these people out. Um, then he starts a fire. Yeah, he burns all the drugs. So obviously that's not gone down very well again. Uh, but this time he gets blindsided and he's there's about four or five or six people all kicking the shit out of him on the floor. And he manages to send out some sort of pulse signal. Yeah, it just emits something, emits a noise. Yeah. Like, and everyone's like doubled over. Yeah, the, their heads are about to blow up. Yeah. Uh, which helps him escape and he does. He gets out, gets away. And then he passes out again. He does. So he's a bit of a fainter, this guy. Uh, he wakes up near a canal. Uh, it's a bit later. It's daylight now, so I think sure. he's been there all night. Um, cut to Lucy, who is going to the exams. She is mad. She is not happy. He is. Uh, Tom has not met her. Yeah, he no shows. So she goes to the exams alone. She still goes, to be fair to her. He um, doesn't. <laughs> she goes, um, but she makes a big deal of being the last person in the room. Yeah, like everyone's already started. Everyone's already started. She just walks Are we even in. allowed in? I'm pretty sure back in the day I'd, when I used to do them, it was like, you ain't there. You're not you're, doing you're it. You're not doing it, yeah. You, if you were in that situation, you'd have probably just tried to get there first and just hide I, in the background. Yeah. But I think was, maybe she was waiting for him for too long and it made her late. I don't know. But he meets up with her straight after. And she kicks off. 
Um, she's proper going off on one of him. It's the only thing she's asked him for. She needed him there and he didn't show up for her. And they're walking through the estate as this is happening. And as they walk through the estate, they kind of look up yep. and we look up and there's a body hanging from the balcony above yeah. them. And it's Cass. Yeah, it's, it's quite gruesome. It's, it's really out gruesome. Of nowhere it, it for did. the rest it, of the tone of this film. It really did. It was like, wow. And there's there's people just walking around as yeah. if nothing's going on. Taking photos. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, well, it was really horrible. And Danny comes over and he's like, that's fucking eye boy's fault, isn't it? Yeah, he does. And <laughs> Wouldn't it, have None of this would have happened if it wasn't for him. Yeah. Not the fact that it's a drug-riddled... <laughs> rapey horribleness. <laughs> yeah. Estate. But Danny and Tom have a bit of a heart-to-heart at this point, And Danny says, what's going on? Tom asks him outright. He's like, who killed Cass? And that's when he says, eye boy did. Yeah. Eye boy started all this. He started shit he couldn't control. And we cut from there to Tom back with the doctor from earlier. The useless doctor. <laughs> yeah. And Tom's like, I want it taken out. Get it out of my head. I don't want this power anymore. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily explain what's been going on. He's no, just like, I don't like, want it anymore. I feel weird. Get the phone out. Yeah. And the doctor's like, we can't. It's too deep. Yeah. <laughs> he says, like, it's got maybe, deeper. Yeah. Maybe you need another kind of doctor <laughs> implying like a, a psychiatrist. And I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, a good one. Good one. <laughs> or a proper one. <laughs> exactly that. Um, next morning, well, next night time, he wakes up and there's wakes up in his flat and he can hear noises. As he gets up to see what's going on, a gun gets put to his head. I feel like I've been talking about this one for ages, but it didn't feel that long as we were. No, I think we've gone on quite a few. Yeah, tangents. maybe we have. We're really, really long into the. <laughs> he gets a gun to his head and Elman's there with cuts, and his nan's also there. Um, but she gets knocked out quite quickly by cuts. Yeah, but they know her. Yeah, they know. Like Elman says, "Oh, I ain't seen you for a while." Jane or whatever yeah, well, her name is. Yeah, he's like because he grew up on the estate as well. Yeah, and that's what we find out at this point. He's like he came from this poor estate. Tom, <laughs> Tom tells him that he wanted to hurt him, but he doesn't want to hurt him anymore. Yeah, and then he said, and this guy's like, well, he's, he makes some analogy about the devil. He's yeah. like, don't don't call the devil if you want if you're going to. Yeah, because this Elman is giving it all the like, I rule this place. You yeah. know, I'm the fucking devil. For, yeah. for this estate. Yeah, he says, don't call the devil if you're going to get scared when he arrives or something along yeah. those lines. And Tom says, you're not a devil, you're a cunt. <laughs> it really made me laugh. Um, but somehow, Elman knows about Tom's powers. He just believes him. Yeah, he does. He says, I've heard these rumours. And he says, um, do you know what? I'm absolutely adamant, it's real. I believe you. Yeah. Because, I guess, <laughs> well, what other explanation is there for all <laughs> exactly. this stuff It makes happening? sense, I guess. Um, so, Elman says, come and work for me. And he's like, no, not having that. But, unfortunately, Elman has Lucy. He's got her locked up in a, or chained up in a warehouse somewhere downtown yeah and eugene's there with his goons with his gang yeah obviously, so eugene minus the, cast now eugene and the gang are yeah they're, uh, they're kind of bodyguarding looking after lucy well, yeah. not looking after her, but they've got lucy and there's a camera phone focused on her face and suddenly that dials 999 yeah so we presume tom's done that elman's like asking tom how does this work how do what how does your head work what do you do and it turns out that danny's the one that's fucked him over because danny is the one that's shipped him in or shipped yeah. him in for money. And Elman gives him some money in his mouth. Puts it in Danny's mouth, doesn't he? So he says, look in your friend's eyes as you betray him. Yeah. Which I thought was a good line as well. Um, and Elman says, put some money in my bank account. To prove that you can do it. Here's yeah. my bank account. It's got zero on the screen. Yeah. This guy's a super rich guy with no money. <laughs> um, and he does it. It starts counting up from 10 to 20 to 250. To... And he says to him, is this as fast as you can do it? And he's like, I could put the whole Bank of England in there. But I think people had noticed. Yeah. And he's like, well, fair enough. 
and cut to you cut to Eugene and his gang and they're trying to decide who shoots Lucy. Yeah, and she's winding them up. Yeah. She's she's basically like oh, you're all pussies, you've uh, yeah. you know They even put them. an X on one of the bullets and were like, Whoever gets the X bullet has yeah. to shoot her. Like, she's like, We've we all grew up together, what the fuck are you doing? We're all mates. Um suddenly though the cops show up because this phone dialed nine. Oh, this really annoyed me. Me too. <laughs> so they're in this warehouse. Yeah. And they hear the they hear the sirens approaching, so fair enough, they they move yeah. they they take lucy with them uh, and they literally just go to the next room yeah you, you can see the cops through the window yeah <laughs> and the cops just come in look around the main bit that yeah the main room and just leave there's no one here oh, there's a window over there nah, nah. no point no point not it's gonna be like in there are they men. yeah so they don't investigate go. the building at all and then they just leave alman knows straight away that something's gone on though because he can see it in tom's eyes but oh, suddenly though lucy has the gun yeah she's, she's managed to she's managed to nab it off nab it off one of them while they're um going on and because Elman knows something's going on he's like right we're all going to the warehouse let's just, let's just get on the road get in the car we'll all go there and we'll end this film there um on the way <laughs> my favorite line in the film so in the back of the car just bullshit and Elman's trying to be scary yeah. and he's like oh by the way Tom I knew your mum <laughs> she could light up the room with her hand jobs <laughs> he's just trying to wind him up isn't he but that's not a nice thing to say about someone's mum no it's not <laughs> Um, really out of nowhere that was <laughs> it really was uh, Lucy manages to get away she she gets the guy the three guys the three goons including Eugene to kneel down while she's got the gun pointed at them and she just leaves she walks out the door well, yeah but she she has a go at them because I, and I, th- I don't know if I missed something here because she's got them at gunpoint and she's saying why did you rape me yeah and she they all raped her went in the attack yeah I'm like did we see this? Like, I don't think... Not that I want to see it, but I'm like, I think it was implied. I don't well, think, I don't it, was think ever... it was very well. Do you not? Well, I didn't... It came as quite a surprise to me. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I think it was... I think it was implied that she'd been raped. Maybe not gang raped by four guys, but... But again, I'm just thinking, well, this has took a turn <laughs> but in d- tone. It did, yeah, the, the tone is all over the place at this point. But anyway, she doesn't shoot them. And she gets away. She walks out of the room. But just as she walks out, Alman and the other guys come in with Tom. Yeah. And they quickly turn the tables, get the gun get the back. gun back off her, and then Tom says to Elman, "If I gave you the option to walk away, would you take it?" Yeah, which is Tom turning the shoes the back on the other foot. I don't know if that's the same, but I've said it now. And, and Elman just like, says, like, "Why the fuck would about? I do that? Why, yeah. What are you talking about?" And then suddenly, everyone's phone explodes, and they all get electrocuted. Do they die? I don't think so. But they're all knocked out. All the they're games. all yeah. Lucy knocks out Eugene because I don't think he had a phone or <laughs> whatever, but she manages to knock him out. Yeah, Elman kind of chucks his before it explodes. Yeah, he had it in his hand. So he, Everybody he else had it runs in their pocket, away, so. He? so he chucks his and he kind of, Tom goes out, he runs out and Tom goes out after him. Because yep. he, he did get hurt, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because he was a bit, but they end up having a fight outside. Uh, Lucy tries to scare, Lucy comes out and she's got the gun still. So she tries to scare Elman. She shoots it into like the air and then she shoots him in the arm. Yeah. Because he comes after her. Uh, but then he punches her and knocks her out. And then he goes back to for Tom. He goes back for a bit more of Tom, doesn't he? Yes. And then suddenly like, Tom lets out this scream out of yeah, nowhere. Yeah, he stands up. He like glitches. Yeah. And he like emits a pulse. Yeah. Of energy. Just screams yeah. on top of his lungs. And this energy pulse knocks out Alman, takes him down. I don't know if that killed him or not, but it certainly took him down. Uh, Tom wakes up in hospital. This is the next thing we see is Nan's there with him. 
Uh, we cut, then it cuts to back on the estate pretty yes. straight after that, doesn't it? And then Danny approaches him. Yeah. And he apologises. He's a bit like, late. Yeah. <laughs> far too late. And then Tom's like, Tom does not accept his apology. And he says, I went after everybody in that video, but I never thought about the one who was filming. Yeah. And Danny cut, sort of looks at him and walks away. As he's walking away, Danny says, maybe you'll get him one day. Uh, Tom and Lucy agree to help each other get over it. They have a bit of a kiss and the film ends. Yeah. You don't seem like you enjoyed this. I mean, I didn't hate it. Did I like it? Not really. Re- really? Yeah. That surprised me. I actually really had a good time watching this. No, I didn't. I didn't. I thought it was really flat. It's not brilliant, but I, I, I thought it was fine. I, I, I thought it was an interesting story. I don't watch a lot of British cinema, I guess. So it was a nice refreshing change to see that. I don't know. I thought it was interesting. I enjoyed it. I think I had a real issue with the tonal lurches. It did lurch all over the place. I think I didn't like that it was quite po-faced, even though it's got this absolutely ridiculous concept. Yeah, I'll give you that. It took itself very seriously. And it is a stupid concept at the core of it. When you stop for a second and think about it... This guy's got a phone buried in his head. It's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) I I just... I think there was something better there if you had had a bit more fun with it. Don't you think it's like a a superhero origin story with a difference for the modern day? Yeah, I I haven't necessarily got a problem with any of that. I can can forgive the stupid... Yeah. Pitch. Spider-Man got bitten by a radioactive spider. Exactly. It's, it's stupid, but you believe it because it's been around for so long. But I just I just think this was very, like I say, very po-faced. I'd, I f- really think it could have done with a bit of light relief in it. It could have been funnier. I, I enjoyed it. I think it, I had a good time with it. I, I didn't hate it at all. I, I, I didn't hate it. I, it, didn't, it just didn't do much for me, to be honest. That surprised I, me. I'm, I'm surprised. I thought we'd be having discussions about how good this was. I, di- I didn't. No one really stood out. Maisie Williams probably should have been in it a bit more. To be yeah, honest. she isn't in it much at all. But it would have been two thousand seventeen. Would have been right around the end of Game of Thrones. Yeah, or filming of the end of Game of Thrones. So maybe she wasn't available enough. But I mean, I yeah, I I would have liked to see more of the um, like like I say, I think you could have had a lot more fun with this. The bit where uh, Tom downloads how to fight, and you know. There's loads more you could have done with the power, I think. Yeah. I'd like to see phones flying through the air. You know, he's throwing them at, Make it mentally throwing more, them at people. A bit I more superhero Visually, you could have done a lot more with it. Um, yeah, yeah I, just, I, I didn't hate it. I just, like I say, it just fell a bit flat for me. I, Fair I, enough. I don't think there was much, I, I had fun much with it. to I, it. If it's just one of those believe your brain at the door, just enjoy it kind of films. And Well, that's what I thought it was, but then it... it it, it lurched at the end and we're like, whoa, she was gang raped. Where's that come from? <laughs> and, and I didn't like, just laugh at the idea of gang rape. <laughs> it was just the way you said it. But then, yeah, and suddenly when, when Elman turned up, because like Cuts, the first boss, is yeah. like quite a comedy, yeah. not comedy, but is quite inept, isn't he? Yeah. Elman's just a cookie cutter British gangster. Yeah, and then mm. he turns up like he's been in Lockstock or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess it didn't necessarily need that character. Oh, no, I didn't mind the character. But I, I again, just like, he, he felt like he was visiting from another film. Everything that he did, Cuts could have done. And it yeah. would probably made it a bit better. Yeah. But, yeah, fair enough. I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. I am I am not going to be thinking about this or remembering it in a week's time. <laughs> no, probably not. Um, I, don't, I wouldn't watch it again. 
But I, I know there's people out there that would enjoy it. Do you want to talk? I was going to say, do you want to talk stream table? But <laughs> top or bottom or both? <laughs> Middle. It's hard. This <laughs> the first few episodes of a season are quite difficult because we've got this film. This just is now. Yeah. And then next week we just have to decide if that one's better or worse than this yes. one. And then after about week four or five, that's when the stream table gets interesting. Yeah, it starts to take shape. So. Because of that, and because we're not doing the trivia anymore, yes, we've decided to come up with a new feature, which we have struggled but have failed to come up with a name for so far. So we would like you to come up with a name for it if you can. Yeah, we didn't. Unless we can. Within, within the next seven days. Yeah. <laughs> um, basically, what we're going to do is, are we going to decide on one or are we going to have one each? A way to, one thing you could change to make this film better Yeah, is the new feature. So you could recast a part, you could change the director, you could change the genre, you could change the locations. Sure. And if it one change that you would do... Make it animated. Yeah, if you wanted to, to make this film a better film. So if you want to name that feature for us, please do, because we are going to do it now. So, Nick, I put it to you. How would you make this film better? Uh, so I'm, I'm going... Um... Right, so there's no I, limits, there's no budget, there's okay. no constraints. So, Every actor so is available if, to if you. If I want, I could replace. Uh, so, I don't have to be realistic. I can replace. No, you don't have to be. I, I, I would I suggest can, that everybody has to be still alive. I can you, replace Miranda Richardson with Meryl Streep if you wanted to, yeah. and Eye Boy can be Tom Cruise. Yeah, if you wanted to, <laughs> or you could change the director or okay. the genre or whatever. I think for the first go, yeah, for the first week, I'm going to be reasonably realistic. Okay. And I'm throwing out Rory Kinnear. You're throwing him out? Yeah. Okay. He's gone. Who are you recasting Rory Kinnear? I would like Elman to be played by Vinnie Jones. <laughs> okay, that works. And let's just, if we're doing Lockstock, let's just, <laughs> let's go. Let's do let's it properly. Let's go Lockstock. Yeah. I like it. Is, can I just do one? Can I do a bit more? I think I've no, kind of I kind of spoiled it. I'd I would like to have more of the powers. So I boy I boy I boy I boy should be flinging phone, phones around like ninja stars, you know? Yeah. So stuff, you want stuff like that? So you want a more action based film with Vinnie Jones in? Yes. You can only have one though. <laughs> you can only change the genre or one actor. There's got to be rules to this feature. So right. Okay. Well, I'm learning as we go. <laughs> It's just chaos. If we just say we'll just change the whole film. That's what if iBoy was like? Oh, I'm just spitballing now. So like he, what if it was like the Fly? Right, you know how in the Fly, like Jeff Goldblum's character slowly becomes the Fly. Yeah. What if iBoy, as he's slowly becoming more addicted to his new powers, there's a message there about like the addictiveness of these devices that we hold in our pockets and our hands all the time. Yeah. So he's he's already got part of this phone in his head. So he starts to get more attachments and he's like <laughs> becoming more mechanical. Okay. And then you turn it into a real like horror thing. So you change it to a horror film. Where he's almost like, yeah, he's 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 being mutated into a part machine, part man. I like it. So what you're Superhero. doing is changing the genre. Or am I just bringing Vinnie Jones in? I'm changing the genre. Changing the genre. Yeah. You're making a horror film. Yeah. I think that works. A horror superhero film. Yeah. And by the end, he's this disfigured part man, part machine, I like limping it. off into the sunset. I like it. Whilst <laughs> trying to get a modem connection. <laughs> I but like he it. also uses mobile phones as ninja throwing ninja stars. stars. You've just got that. That yeah. has to happen. Yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to change the location. Okay. I want to set it in Korea. Okay. <laughs> I want this to be a Korean action film. Right. So proper like 
a lot more martial arts sequences, a lot more fight scenes. Right. Exactly the same film, but set in Korea. In, a, in the Korean cinema style. So if like he, Revenger. So if he does decide, oh, I'm going to download, I'm going to learn how to fight. He probably is learns then how a, to fight. Is, he's like Neo'd it. Yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Cool. I think that makes this film better. Tell us what you think of our new feature. <laughs> and who do you think wins? And if you have any suggestions of what you think would be a one thing to change in this film... Some weeks it might just be changed the lead actor. It's yeah. not going to be con- a massive conversation every week. We just thought it was something fun and interesting. So let us know what you think. Awesome. Um, we are really long in this episode. So shall we pick next week's film? Let's do it. What are you looking for for next week, Nick? Comedy. Comedy. We haven't had a comedy for ages, have we? When was the last comedy we had? I did, can't do, do remembering. <laughs> yes, probably. Yeah. Would you class that as a comedy? Yeah, it is a comedy. Yes. Okay. So I'm going to press this button. Are you ready? I am. It has picked a film called Malevolent. Okay. Any ideas? What do you think it's going to be? Aren't they those Disney witch films starring <laughs> Angelina Jolie? No. I, I, I'm presuming it is a horror film. It is a horror film. About some sort of supernatural vibe. Uh, Yes. You're quite good at this now. What, it's called Malevolent. <laughs> what else is it going to be? It says... Malevolent is a team of scam artists get more than they bargained for when a job at a haunted country estate gets out of hand. What could possibly go wrong? Stars. Florence Pooh. Ah, Flopo. Flopo's back. Where have we heard her before? What was she in? Uh, just when we were talking about Oscars. Oh, she's in it. Celia Imrie's in it. I have seen this on the list. Have you? Yes. <laughs> I remember seeing Celia Imrie in the thumbnail. Got a lot of time for Celia Imrie. If you don't know who she is, you will know who she is. You're she just... must have been in a Harry Potter. Yeah, probably. She's just in everything. She's British. She's in everything. Um, yeah, so Malevolent. Okay, maybe you've finally got your scary film. Maybe, hopefully. So yeah, go and check out Malevolent. And in the meantime, follow us on Twitter at BOTS underscore podcast or on Instagram at BOTS underscore podcast. Hopefully by now, by the time this episode comes out, the new website will be launched, which will be at www.bottomofthestream.com. Uh, where you will be able to find merch. We have some Bottom of the Stream merch on there. So check that out as well. And also join us on Patreon at patreon.com slash bottom of the stream, where for a couple of quid every month, you can get some extra bonus episodes, some early access to episodes, a wild card if you come in at a certain level, and all sorts of nice shit from us. Yep. If you can't do that, then please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or on Podchaser or anywhere else that you can review podcasts. I don't know, your shopping list. Just anywhere. leave it written anywhere. Yeah, just anywhere. Just In the snow. Shout it out into the offer. It's not time for snow yet. Not yet. Carve it into your pumpkin. Oh, I'd do that. I'd love a bottom of the stream pumpkin. Somebody <laughs> make a bottom of the stream pumpkin. That'd be awesome. Ross. Um, yeah, so do that. Follow us on all the socials. Check out Malevolent. And we'll come back next week to talk to you about it. Cheers. Bye.